Streamers, tell set the fuck down so my... we can start streaming the show. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> This episode of He Finally Used Windows. We're on episode, like, I don't know, 30, 40 of that? Yeah, something like that. Um, Episode 10. Where Tal still can't figure out his own shit. Yeah, in this episode, I uh, was on the Linux side of my computer, and it didn't work. So now I'm not on the Linux side of my computer anymore. We uh, swapped back over to the Windows side till I can actually... Get it fucking working. <laughs> Sit down and figure it the fuck out. Good lord. Loaded e-liquid glazed donuts. Yeah, that they, it's... I've never heard a more fat thing in my life. It's uh, <laughs> donut-flavored vape juice, and it's delicious. It actually is really good. I, I want to try it, but you I've, drank it all. I finished off that entire bottle in like two weeks. <laughs> Jesus Christ. He's, he's donut. So yes, welcome. It is a beautiful night of October the something. Sixth. Hello. October the, does it even fucking. Refer to the drawing. Yeah. (laughs) October the, it doesn't even fucking matter because regardless of what we do, either Hillary or Trump is going to win an election this year. Yep. (sighs) <sighs> nothing well now me... i just don't want to do the show yeah <laughs> nothing makes me feel more nihilistic than that knowledge thanks for taking the wind out of all of the sails. <laughs> <laughs> like like, like th- that to me i can just imagine like a fucking emo kid somewhere just like you know some nihilistic fucking emo kid and like the the parents are and psychiatrists are like, but there's tons of stuff to live for, you know. <laughs> you know, you can make li- the little things in your life matter. And then he looks at them and he goes, "Either Hillary Clinton or Donald Trump is going to be president of the United States." And they all just sort of look down, really uh... depressed, <laughs> and then jump off a bridge together. I I sort of just imagine like somebody sailing the seas like they're standing they're standing on the bow of the ship you know all proudly and haha isn't it a beautiful day for sailing and then somebody just on the pier just goes hillary or donald trump could be president see and then he just goes, oh (laughs) and the ship just immediately sings the worst thing about this is that they don't even live in the same fucking country and we're still like oh my god life is going to suck (laughs) like how fucking powerful and stupid do you have to be to have that much of an impact like the entire world is groaning horrified over the election so um there has been a couple developments just along those lines there was the uh vice president debate which nobody watched uh because nobody cares because <laughs> it's the vice president for hillary and the vice president yeah. for trump so yeah and the honestly, two people i care about does it even fucking matter the two people point? i care about less than hillary and trump yeah um though funny news the <laughs> the uh republican national committee the good old rnc 
released a press statement declaring uh, Pence the winner uh, an hour and a half before the debate started. <laughs> they, they, they accidentally re- released their press statement about the debate before, before the, the debate. fucking debate oh, wonderful Good so they were the uh fucking... i mean let's be honest they were gonna post that article anyway yes yeah. but it just it turned them into the fucking laughing side i swear to god like on that day scrolling through fucking reddit that day every second goddamn article was about the rnc and, and this fucking article. That's so, hilarious. Yeah, that happened. Um, That's pretty hilarious. Yeah, but... Um, <laughs> but... Outside the world of politics, though, there's been some uh, changes. There, there's been a couple other small things I did want to bring up uh, about... Uh, uh, one thing that's happening here in Canada, the Electronics Fran- uh, Frontier Foundation... Uh, for those of you who don't know, they're an activist group. They deal with things like internet and freedom on uh, uh, with electronics and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, they have uh, uh, tell what what's going on. And hear the political segment playing in the background. Oh yeah, it's playing. Oh God! <laughs> Quick, stop whoa, it! Whoa! 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 It's Tal. Tal broke it. Uh, thank you, Coyote oh. Sky, for letting so, us uh, know. <laughs> more on that later. More. Yeah. Well, <laughs> wait, fan girl. Oh yeah. So, I believe uh, Coyote Sky mentioned that she yeah, was a. So she was a lady. Whoops! I was accidentally playing car segment in the background of this segment. Uh, but anyway. <laughs> Uh, Electronic Foundier, Frontier Foundation, big activist group, uh, Electronics Freedom, all that kind of shit. Uh, they uh, were petitioning the Canadian government to uh, roll back a decision that they made. Uh, well, Canadian Supreme Court, I guess. Uh, not the government specifically, because here in Canada, the Supreme Court and the government are not the same entity as they are in, like they are in the States as much. Um, but uh EFF was pressuring the Supreme Court to go back on a decision they made a while ago that I actually had no idea that they made uh basically telling Google to censor search results worldwide for certain things what yeah uh so what? yeah f- somehow they thought they had the uh ability to tell Google the that authority yeah um but yeah, I actually didn't know this, but yeah, the the Supreme Court of Canada um, had told Google uh, to actually start censoring certain web pages worldwide. Uh, mm. And I can't remember what the actual threats were, but yeah, the EFF is now standing in all over that, which like this is... Escafuck. Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that this had actually happened, but this is one of those things. Like, this is part of the reason why... Uh, things like right now I have migrated my shit to Linux, um, because I am, I'm getting more and more into being free with my technology. Yeah. Not being tied down to an agency or company. Not being forced to look at that stupid goddamn fucking candy crush fucking icon (laughs) in my fucking start menu. Every time I fucking open my goddamn fucking start menu. Fuck me. T- tell us how you really feel. You, you, you don't like Candy Crush? <laughs> fuck Candy Crush. Yeah, what? fuck it. You, you can't, though. 
fucking Candy Crush. And then they had a saga on the end of it because <laughs> fucking Candy Crush saga. Oh, there it is. Yeah, there it is. It's an epic saga yeah, of it, crushing even, candies. Even if you remove it, it comes back to the next update you do. Yep. It, wants, uh, it just wants you to crush candy, Sal. Well, yeah. I mean, like, I can only keep downgrading my stuff to Windows 7 for so long, so <laughs> yeah. it is inevitable. I will... Switch to Linux eventually. When, when Linux or Wine support comes for Overwatch, I will switch to Linux. <laughs> well, yeah, that's never happening. Um, no, when? Well, the, the, that's the thing. Blizzard... Never underestimate the ability of nerds. Yeah. Of other people. Well, so... Um, Theoretically, it could work, but the problem with Overwatch is that it was written entirely in DirectX 11. That's actually why it's not on Mac yet. Uh, yeah, give it time. Uh, I'm not saying because, it'll happen soon. You know, Mac doesn't support DX because DX is Windows only, which I don't know why anybody would code in a thing that is specifically Windows only. Not even like Microsoft only, but Windows only. Yeah. It doesn't really, it hasn't mattered for some time. It's well, it's starting to matter more as devices and applications like it, extend it is, to new operating systems, especially with all of the new but open the, APIs. The concept that are out of there. gaming on like Mac or Linux computers is still very untested waters. Yeah, well, that's one of the reasons I'm actually really excited for uh, Vulcan. If you've heard much about <laughs> Vulcan, uh, it is the open answer to DX12. Okay, sweet. Uh, so it's um, it's basically the evolution like, of OpenGL. Don't get me wrong. I don't know why someone would tie themselves down to like a, a single operating system. Yeah, like a, something limited entirely like, to one operating well, system. One that's losing its current stranglehold on the market as well. Slowly. Slowly, but it is losing it. Its market share is going down uh Tick like by tick. nobody wants to deal Half with a percent a fucking year but like i remember when you upgraded to windows 10 initially you're like i don't see what the problem is and then and then you and saw what the problem I was, like, I, saw what the problem was. I was like what do you mean you don't see what the problem is <laughs> like yeah. this is exactly what's been going wrong with microsoft for years yeah so uh but yeah like vulcan right now one of the cool things about vulcan is that unlike DirectX, anything is that it's not tied down to microsoft so um the Vulkan is a low-level API, yep. uh, first off, which means that you can make really cool direct calls to the video card at a very, very low level, meaning that game engines like uh, the Quake engine, it, when they come out with a new one, or the Crisis engine, when they update it to work with Vulkan, they can actually code the engine as efficiently as possible without being required to use these high-level APIs that they were using before in DirectX 11 and OpenGL. Mm -hmm. So if they have to make the video card do something specific that really leverages the video card's performance, mm -hmm. but the current API uh, doesn't let them on a high level, um, they can then, using Vulkan, go down into a low-level mode and tell the video card what to do and how to do it, mm. um, which means that uh, these it gives the game engine developers a lot more room to really push the envelope with your video cards. Yeah, really optimize and yeah. make sure everything is working at its best level. Um, the other great thing about Vulkan versus DirectX 12, which does allow the same-ish sort of thing, is that... On top of being low level, it's also cross-platform. 
entirely. It the, the it's completely open. Uh, if Apple wanted to implement it into their operating system tomorrow, they could. Um, all you need is a video card that supports Vulkan. So Blizzard did help develop Vulkan, ooh, but they haven't released a single game that uses it. <laughs> oh. Well, that's less exciting. That, that makes sense. It's probably <laughs> down the road, I'd assume. Well, let's see. Software that uses Vulcan, uh, the Talos Principle, Dota 2, Doom, and VM VK Quake. Yep. Okay. Yeah. That's well, it. And there, if it's there, brand new, four. I mean, yep. especially if it also uh, has a hardware level requirement, that it'll take some time for it to yeah. catch on. Well, the hardware level time. requirement, I think, is the 900 series cards and newer, or maybe it's a 700 series. Oh, so it's not, the card doesn't need a specific implementation. No, no, okay, no, no, that, no. That's better it, then. It, it's like s- one some version of the cards or newer will all support Vulcan. Okay, uh, just, just like back when DX10 was coming out, you needed like this version of the card or newer to run DX10 properly. Yeah, it'll be because it needs to you know, have a certain yeah. expectation for it, calls and stuff. It's driver-based and no, all that, that kind of that's bullshit. That's really cool. And I've always liked that. I mean, yeah. um, having dabbled in actual game design at the low level, I've played around with OpenGL, and I've looked at some of the closed platforms before, and holy fuck, it's so much harder to, yep. to do anything in them and then once you're in there you're in their you're in their web space right there yeah. you're in their specific frame of development so moving somewhere else becomes infinitely harder yep well and and that's the thing is like microsoft has been doing this for a while with the direct x and that was actually one th- like it it bugs me the way that they're really trying to just pigeonhole everyone into using nothing but microsoft and like i get it from a business standpoint but at the same time like fuck off guys <laughs> i'm getting like I'm starting to get really tired of that being used as the sole argument. It's a business, and so therefore they deserve to act like shitty people. Yeah, and like, it's like, no. That's, like, yes, it, I given get... how widespread and how necessary it is to have a computer, have an operating system, and like it's expected of you. And so I think there's a point where it should be expected that this should be usable across all platforms. Yeah. Well, and this is what I was talking about before with the whole Apple thing with the headphones. Like when yeah, I was like saying like App- well, Apple is company, not exempt. Microsoft is not exempt. Yeah, like, like I think the I, same I way about like, all of these companies. I feel like Microsoft at the level that they are, they should have a sense of responsibility well, it's to like, the computing it's like in, to the computing society at large. Well, it's like in Europe how Windows cannot chip with just Microsoft Edge. They have to provide a choice. Yep. From like Opera, Firefox, Chrome, uh, Internet Explorer, etc. They're not allowed to push their own stuff on it, which is going to be hard for Microsoft considering that a lot of their operating system ran off of IE period. Yep. And I don't know. So, it, the, the, like, that's what I was talking about, though. I feel like these companies should have a responsibility to the computing, uh, to computing as a whole. But um, it's it's just really hard they, to draw that line. They instead are only yeah, it, out to make I a mean, buck. It is really well, shitty that no company is willing to step up and do it. Yeah. I mean, no well, company is willing to move in that direction on their own because, yeah, it's going to lose you money because you're going to be giving stuff away, but you're going to be making it accessible to everyone. Yeah. And, and, and like that, no government can just step in and say, hey, this is the way you're supposed to do it because it's still largely a privatized company. I yeah. just I just feel like it's not about making people happy. No, it, it's, it's literally it's about all making, about the dollar sign. Yeah. Well, which is sucks, because honestly, if you've ever seen if you've ever been that person where, you know, uh, a game comes out on a specific console that you're just like yeah. holy shit i want this game well, the, so bad and they're like only on blah 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 that's what happened with destiny with me and uh, you're yeah. like 
because it was on. I'll play it when it comes out on PC. Didn't come yeah. out on PC. And Guess I'm not playing it. Apparently, I, I, is Destiny 2 a thing? I, it's been announced. Because um, I remember someone was saying that, I, I, I'm pretty sure it was Destiny. They were saying it's coming out on PC now. Uh, and a bunch of like Xbox gamers were really butthurt that it's coming out on PC. Uh, well, they're they're also extra butthurt because of the crossplay stuff that Microsoft's pushing really hard, so that uh, PC players can play uh, the exact same game. So yeah, it's the same PC versus console skill level, yeah, you know, concern. Um, but yeah, it's it's only just been sort of announced. It's still sort of a ambiguous ambiguous blob. People don't know what it's going to be. Uh, it's probably from what I've seen, it's not like a direct sequel or anything. It's, no, yeah, new uh, but, new idea in the same. Yeah, there was a bunch of people getting butthurt over it coming out on PC. What's that? People announce something and there's someone getting butthurt. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, welcome to the planet as we know it. Um, it's, it's just the way like, it is. It, it's really really hard to tell people to do things that like you want them to do like you know when destiny you know and ps4 it's not in their best interest you, you say well like destiny not for computer well i guess i'm not playing it uh, to say that they have an obligation to make it for pc is also fairly well, asinine well, it, because it does take the it, thing is I, I, it takes I, more man hours more yeah. more actual knowledge to i'm, I'm not going to claim that they have a responsibility to build things for my specific platform being pc um, but at the same time, I am going to vote with my dollar. Yeah, I, I, I yes, will absolutely. not buy a. I'm, I'm not buying console games anymore. Period. Like that, that's the thing. Is like, um, I have. I now have Mario Maker that I play, but <laughs> I, Nintendo like, games basically don't count when it comes they, to. They really don't. They've always been in their own little world. Yeah, and Nintendo, they will continue for the rest of existence to be in their own little world. Yeah. So there's that, but. Um, when it comes to like like triple a titles and stuff like that honestly at this point with the apis that exist out there and the dev tools that exist out there being cross-platform like there's no real excuse for not being cross-platform if you want to develop in that particular language but that's the thing is if you want to develop in that (laughs) particular language that can't be cross-platform you're not developing in the right language honestly if there is a language that cannot cross platforms that is not the correct language to use in your application but what if it is more effective (laughs) what if it is easier to work with what if it is just better but it's only for microsoft the fucking sun falls out of the sky i mean like i can't do fuck shit about that but i can certainly choose what language (laughs) i decide to program in (laughs) like Uh. i don't know it's just like you know and now i get it it's frustrating as shit and i wish things were different so much but that, that's one of the reasons i'm really excited that vulcan's picking up steam like uh steam in general and the uh, valve steam has been a great great step forward yeah. in like allowing cross-platform gaming yeah oh and then on top of that the way they're pushing the linux gaming thing with mm-hmm. the steam os stuff and then on top of that now uh valve is very heavily backed vulcan and the fact that uh gabe newell himself said that vulcan is the future of graphics apis well like the fact that um linus has just existed to literally throw money at linux until it finally started working yep i like well he developed the kernel linus torvald yep he developed the linux kernel like and then i did everything else but like i i only read like a 
maybe like not even a year ago that yeah linus just exists as this person to feed money into this open pit that eventually started catching on this is why i want to be a multi-billionaire i'll just start feed money (laughs) into these open projects yeah i'll just (laughs) start a company and its sole purpose will be to feed millions of dollars into these projects so do do you know what's going to make your business quite sad what do you know what you're not going to have what income yeah i know (laughs) (laughs) it's going to be in a black hole business yeah i'd just be that guy i'd be like hey uh uh ea yeah ea over there i hate you but i will give you 1.5 million dollars to start making your games using vulcan good okay good (laughs) <laughs> yeah like like uh, you basically did you say a, million what's uh, what's your next game's budget 64 million okay here's 64 million uh you're developing cross-platform now <laughs> yeah please thank you <laughs> like yeah, i'd be that guy yeah that would, see someone like that needs to step up well because that, that that's what it'll take to change it. it's not that is not private companies it'll take someone who's going to be like no this is bullshit this is stupid i have lots of money Let's make this better. Let's yeah. fix it. Hey, Blizzard, how much do you make in a month? Okay, double that. Okay, here's that much money. Yeah. N- start coding in actual multi-platform <laughs> APIs, please. See, I think if you're going to go that far, you'd have to buy them out to not make it in other languages. <laughs> uh, make them use the one Well, the language, language doesn't matter so much. It's the API that you're using that yeah, has the, to be cross-platform. Cross, cross yeah. I don't know availability. I actually don't know of any languages that aren't cross-platform. Yeah, uh, it all depends on the interpreter, right? It's, I suppose, it's not the language, it's how the language gets executed. I suppose C Sharp is arguably Microsoft it's only. It's .NET, and right? So... And there are no .NET implementations on other platforms, which is a massive piss-off, <laughs> by the way. Because I, I coded all through university in Microsoft languages, and then I'm like, okay, let's go program for this other thing. Oh, I have to use Java because I don't know anything else, and nothing else works. <laughs> no, I mean at the very least, Java did work so long as well. It doesn't have a bad day. You compiled it on the right operating system that you intended <laughs> to use it for. Well, now, nowadays, you can code in uh, JavaScript. Everything gross. Why would you do that? Uh, Node.js. Why would you do that? Gross. Because Node.js is actually pretty cool. Why is would it? you do that? <laughs> yeah. It's, I'm, I'm sure it's, see it to believe it. I'm sure it's fine for web development. No, actually, not even just web development, but just like IoT stuff that you can do is it's actually really cool. Uh, I've been looking into it, but so web but, development. Yeah, that's all I had to talk about. Web development. Okay, was that? So who else has a thing? Then we'll move on. Ow. Uh <clears throat> I did not come prepared with an article. <laughs> did neither of you so, have anything? Okay, I, I don't job. have anything at the moment. So okay. It's up to you. Save us. Ah, uh, well, I has a thing. You always do. You're, uh, you're, this is why we never come prepared, <laughs> because you always have a thing, and, well, Tal exists. <laughs> I can just sit down and talk. I mean, if we want, we can talk about the Google Pixel that's going to be $1,300 fucking dollars. Tal. Which? The Google Pixel, the new uh, phone. Doom. Save us. Save us. Yeah, but $1,300. What was the new iPhone worth? Unlocked. $1,300. Exactly. <laughs> so really, we can't rip on Google for being yes, like... Except the point of the Nexus was to be affordable. Except it's not a Nexus anymore. So go buy a OnePlus. Yeah, basically. Here's, here's, here's my point. When I owned the very first Nexus... Like when I owned the very first Galaxy Nexus that was owned by Google. Yeah. It was an amazing phone and it worked for almost six years. 
So I would be very happy to go to another Google-owned phone. Very much so. Yep. I do like my Nexus. Oh, and uh, there's been reports of the replacement Samsung phones exploding. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's something I wanted to bring up. I saw this the other day. So we all know that Samsung's had a bunch of problems with their phones, right? Oh, yeah. Have you seen the problems they're having with their washing machines? No. So Samsung brand washing machines (laughs) are exploding. The support structure on the the, basin is failing, and it's causing the the bucket to actually, like, literally shatter glass and metal everywhere. There's only only been a low number of reports. So the phones explode, the washing machines explode, and the phones that they replaced the exploding phones with of TV I'm not buying next. Yeah, I think we're just going to stay away from Samsung oh for God. a bit. Oh, Jesus go, Christ. Go Huawei. 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 What the <laughs> hell are you talking <laughs> about? The, the brand. Yeah, Huawei. Huawei. Whatever. Not how you're saying it. I, I don't speak Chinese, so I can't say it. How, how is it spelled? I just, uh, H-U-W-E-I. H- H-U-A-W-E-I. Huawei. Huawei. <laughs> I just don't understand because what happened? Samsung for so many the years fell off. has I'm, been amazing. Actually, okay, so this is actually a thing in the electronics communities right now. Uh, people are noticing a lot of the parts coming out of China are fucked just all of a sudden. They're just suddenly bad. Yeah, there was a, like for years there wasn't like back in the day there was the issue with uh, Chinese capacitors. They didn't work. Yeah, they were They're, not a good thing. They weren't good. Uh, that's why you see a lot of motherboards nowadays are like 100 percent Japanese solid state capacitors. And <laughs> it's because of that. But the thing is, after people caught on, the Chinese capacitors were garbage. Uh, China upped their game a bit, and Chinese capacitors are fine now. Like, you're not going to have a problem. They're not as good as the solid-state capacitors, but, I mean... Still, though, yeah, I mean, like, they're it, fine. as long as they're working, that's yeah. the most important um, part. But, and there really wasn't much of an issue with electronics coming out of China for years. And then just in the last, like, year or two shit that's coming out of china in the electronics is just de- it, bone it, yeah it's just fucking trash all of it it's mm. all exploding and on fire and cheap garbage oh good and people don't really know what's happening like well, why not, they're doing this yeah or why? Well, it's not like we have an in to, to find yeah. out right there and very and to be honest there, this isn't like like some kind of like study showing what percentages of shit is failing out of china is just like all anecdotal yeah but it's still like there's a bunch of people going like is it just me or or is chinese electronics suddenly <laughs> taking a nosedive yeah uh and everyone's like i'm pretty sure that they're actually taking a nosedive because yeah it's there's a bunch of a bunch of shit happening right a doom paint us a paint, paint us, us a, a picture of motherfucking all right. <laughs> a picture of motherfucking? Yeah. Motherfucking. Uh, thank you. Kinky. Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't think anyone wants that. No, no. I, I, I don't think so at all. Actually, Make I grandma. I'm pretty sure there are people. Who I, want I know that. a couple people that would want that. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> before I get on to my. <laughs> so I'm just going to address this. Um, so now I've recently been very much halloween shopping okay um so halloween it's it's no secret did you did you see any juice demon costumes 
Juice Demon. Juice Demon. Since Beetlejuice is a trademark name, oh. they call him the Juice Demon. Oh, we had oh, yeah. we had a discussion over that. Oh, believe me, there's been much hilarity in the way of Game of Thrones being, you know, like a not not quite not quite Game of Thrones. There's the <laughs> Juice Demon. <laughs> Juice Demon. Uh, For real, Google Juice Demon. It's the first image that pops up. So. Doing a Halloween shopping, um, just noticing things like, okay, for instance, when did when did everyone give up? <laughs> this is, <laughs> this is, when uh, when Hillary and Trump started running. If this is this is the what honestly like you can you can go as a piece of bacon, like <laughs> like a, a bottle of mustard. Like, the fucking worst costumes in the whole fucking world. I don't understand when everyone gave up. It's, like, the <laughs> shittiest costumes ever. I, I want to get a like, banana costume, because those are just funny. The, it's, it's like that. Exactly. Like that. Like, it's just like... I'm just like, what should like, I go they, with this They've year? reached such a state of, like, irony that they've like completely circled back it's around to being lame anymore. I, yeah, they, yeah, they're they're just completely lame you, costumes. You literally can just be the mundane. I kind of want to get a uh, like I want to be uh, I, I'm going to get a uh, just a jar of mayo as a costume. Yeah. That's, Do it. And then be like I'm the new gender. <laughs> <laughs> be, be low, be, you need to be low fat mayo. Low fat mayo. Seriously? Or no, fat, fat. you need to be regular fat male, but identify as low fat. Yeah, that or I'll, I'll be fat-free sour cream. <laughs> so, <Okay>. sadness? I, <laughs> Alone sadness. on the shelf forever? Yeah. <laughs> forever expired. <laughs> uh, you have to, like, have the shelf as part of your costume. <laughs> See, that's just, a good costume. Just Halloween cobwebs over top of you. The, <laughs> Seriously, though, when I just there's uh, nobody's trying anymore. Like there's just the 90 percent of Halloween yeah. stores now are for non fucking triers. Is yeah. What yeah. It is. So do you know why that is, though? It's because everyone else that likes actually dressing up in costumes are all either fucking furries or cosplayers or both. It's just people. People are just like, is it, it? Is it the that, fact that they've there's such good cosplayers out there that people are like, I'll never be anything like them, so I'm just gonna wear a bottle of ketchup. That, you can still that, buy a good costume, though. That's <laughs> that's another thing, though. By the way, to all the furries out there listening to this, your first suit is not a Halloween costume. <laughs> you have worn that to the last five goddamn Halloween parties in a row. At least take it the fuck off. And get a fucking Jason Voorhees costume. They can make the furry costume Halloween theme. At like, least. Yeah, at least try. Get like an eye patch and a fucking pirate yeah, hat. Yeah. Something. <laughs> Put a costume but, on the fursuit, but, which is fine. But Snuggles the Wolf is not a goddamn Halloween <laughs> costume. We're calling you out, Snuggles. Yeah. I, I mean, for fuck's sake, I get that it's cool. And you like wearing the fursuit. I get it. it uh, that's totally fine. But for fuck's sake, do something at least more interesting than the shit that you wore to the New Year's party, the Thanksgiving party, the <laughs> Halloween party, <laughs> the Christmas party. The, like, I, I've seen it. I have seen it every fucking year. More than once. Just, just do different 
at least one time. Hey, tell. Just one I'm just party. amazed at the like sheer variety of things that piss you off. Yeah, there, there, there's a lot. Uh, there, there's like, a lot of them. How does this thing piss you off, dude? Like, in all honesty, you have a uh, problem with people dressing up, going to a party, and having fun as opposed to like. Yes, I do. As Fuck opposed to fun. like the fucker that comes, like, sits in a corner, judges everyone silently, and like <laughs> barely drinks. Yeah, it's me. You, you seem to hate the fursuiter having fun more than you hate the person that's actually being a dick. Because I am bitter and old. Fucking <laughs> 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 grow younger. His Okay, um, at but, this point in his life, Tal will now go to Humpty's every day. <laughs> <I'll> order, <laughs> order on the seniors I'll menu. Order the special, read the newspaper front to back, and bitch about those fucking kids. I, th- those uh, kids and those fucking immigrants. That's that, I'm going to be that guy. And then make inappropriate sexual comments at all of the male yeah, waiters. Call, no, uh, just call all the female waiters toots when they walk by. <laughs> hey, toots, give me, a, give me a coffee. And they'll be like, the f- you're like... You're like 30. Stop it. <laughs> what are you doing? Uh, Go home. You're can, drunk. Can I get the emerald menu, please? <laughs> <laughs> Don't I get a discount? Yeah. I'm 30 and a half. There, there is a wide variety of things that piss me off, though. There is. <laughs> I, I'm just... No. Have noticed. Cold and bitter. So, so what was <laughs> so, the actual thing? So... Okay, well, anyway, I had a main point to make. If, if I had a flavor, it'd be thing. salty lemons. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, uh, I'll, I'll show you later. As a, I have a funny picture to go with that. But anyway, um, no, I just, I was more curious of how some things are still a thing, right? So, like, Halloween, to me anyway, is to step outside a little bit and kind of be something you know a little more exciting than interesting you know. yeah then well like then literally a salt and pepper <clears throat> shaker like yeah. as a couple's costume oh so cute no i i uh, honestly i'd laugh <laughs> see i i, I would I, think you're, that's you're at least so a little hard cute. about these costumes that i'm like I, i'd wear these just just, just <laughs> remember totally do this black pepper matters okay <laughs> i saw i saw i saw a picture recently where it's a guy on a bike (laughs) and they replaced his head with uh just a little picture that says black lives matter and he's just like fuck the police and he he rolls like five feet and falls off his bike and goes help police (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but but anyway okay so no like halloween is supposed to be used to like in in my opinion anyway i mean that's not for everyone but is to to kind of step outside you know the the normal things but how things like you know you can be a hippie still and it's like that's a thing that actually happened. And to be a thing that actually happened, personally, I don't know. I guess it's kind of a kind of a convoluted opinion, but it's it doesn't it doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Like when you want to be something exciting or something fun, something maybe you think being a hippie know. is see, fun. Dressing like a hippie flower child would be kind of fun. But is there. but see, here's the thing though, is then there's now like so every costume well, is nowadays like, I'd probably just look I, like a hipster, but 
Every costume is a slut version of that thing. Oh, like, don't get me started on like sexy versions of costumes. That is, it annoys the shit like, out of me. Here comes sexy Gumby, and it's just, like, I'm like, what the fuck? And then, and then like, like in every just, case, it's like, look at my fupa. Just wait till the till the slutty honey boo boo costume comes out. Oh, oh, it's oh. That, uh, hmm. Everything, everything is either it's one of two things nowadays. Or no, sorry, one of three things. It's extraordinarily mundane, like a like a fucking inanimate object. Ooh, here comes the table costume. <laughs> it's either that, a slutty version of something that would never be slutty, fucking ever, or it's like, ah, let's make this so that this guy can dress up as a woman and go to a party and all his friends will be like, sick costume, bro. You're not See, a girl at all. I, I think we've reached critical mass for <laughs> ironic costumes oh. <laughs> because they're they're not ironic anymore. They're yeah, not. I, we've rolled. They're over. not okay. funny. So they're so oversaturated. <laughs> so <laughs> if anyone listening right now knows any of the bad dragon guys, <laughs> tell one of them. That uh. that they need to do uh. a uh, slutty bad dragon dildo costume. Do it! Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> and then yes, I agree with our uh, with our uh, chat guest here, Coyote Sky, who says that there needs to be a sexy harambe. No, she says there is a sexy harambe. Oh my god, there is a sexy Also, yeah, Of course there is. I, w- I would just like to say that I love when Adam bitches and gets mad about things because <laughs> no matter what, his response is always, well, if you like it this way, that's cool, but <laughs> god damn, this is the stupidest fucking thing I have ever heard. But if you like it, that's fine. I mean, don't let me tell you what you can and can't do. But don't fucking do it! But this is so fucking stupid, I it, don't get it. I'm I'm just expressing the fact that this is only my I mean, stupid opinion. I, I totally get you, right? Like, you... It's like using... Like, when you're a kid and you have your imagination, Right. It'd be like using your imagination to imagine yourself eating, like, liver and onions. Hey, liver and <laughs> onions is fucking delicious. I fucking hated mm, liver and onions. It's so good. Get some, uh, like, some grainy yeah, mustard. It, it, it kind of defeats the entire purpose of, like, actually getting up, dressing up, and going out and showing people the costume that, like, most people used to put effort into but, and but make I, their own costumes. I like just yeah. having a laugh, you know? But, having a laugh. Well, well, I mean, then now all the costume people, shops are made for you. But it loses its charm when you can buy the mayonnaise costume off Amazon with two-day shipping. Like, mayonnaise costume? Yeah, because then you wait until October 29th to order your mayonnaise You paid some other fucker to take your dumbass money and make you a dumbass costume for your dumbass holiday. Like, I just... I'm I'm not saying everyone needs to spend hours upon hours and make some sort of ridiculous, you know, original like costume. An eye patch and a trench coat would be more original than but, but get into the spirit of things, right? That's I, that's what I'm saying. I'm just saying it's I, fun when you put effort in. I used to have a, a trench coat that I'd wear, and people always thought I'd get told that uh, I was wearing a Kevin Smith costume, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like. Thanks, but I'm insulted. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I look like Kevin Smith from the fucking Jay and Silent Bob movies for a long time. <laughs> Just less facial hair. But I had the hat and the trench coat and the jeans and fucking like, yeah, that was me for a long time in my life. That's, that's, that's hilarious. hilarious. That's amazing. Yeah. 
You should continue that point in your mind. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, no, no. No, thank you. All right, so Except I haven't... nowadays, if I wanted to dress like Kevin Smith, I'd have to wear, like, a hockey jersey. Yeah, pretty much. Hockey yeah. jersey and jeans. Yeah. But that's... that's Even that, even that, than being a fucking ketchup bottle. Yeah. Just just more. Just I, a little more. I want to be a ketchup bottle for Halloween, just for you. <laughs> like, <laughs> at I hope you at do. least pretend I like you, you tried. That's, that <laughs> is my only thing. I just want to see people get more into... Lesson to the, hey, you know, I'm going to find some rando and and fuck them five minutes after I put like, on this costume so it doesn't really matter. It, it's kind of like bringing those, like, like um, sugar cookies you get from Safeway to a potluck. Yeah. Like, like everybody else made. <laughs> like made something. Yeah. Like just just bring in like the fucking 12 pack of jumbo cookies and throw it on the table. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you worthless swine. <laughs> like, I, honestly, it's just... I would like to see more people putting a little more effort than either too short or too fucking mundane. It just like it's it's too sexy everything. I, it's just there's no imagination I, I anymore. I want to see a dude in the sexy bunny outfit though. See at least that you put some thought into and you need, you know, some fucking balls to do that. Honestly though, like when when they used to do punk rock bingo, the uh the guy Dobber Dave he wore one night, he wore a kid's unicorn costume. Okay. And he was a manicorn and it was the funniest goddamn thing I've ever seen in my life because it was like, a, it was like a crop top <laughs> and like he barely fit in it with like little tiny, like basically speedo, like shiny silver underwears with like a rainbow tail out the back. It was, that's amazing. Oh because... my God. So I just Googled. <laughs> oh no. I just Googled manicorn. Do you, did you get that and, awesome picture? And uh, that pops yeah. up. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what I, that's what I told. Uh... <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Oh my God. If, if they made that costume, I would buy that costume. <laughs> I would buy it. Uh, I'm tempted. Maybe I'll, <laughs> maybe I'll go as a manicorn this year. I think, <laughs> see? But see, that would be fun and amazing. And that's funny. And like you're, I don't know. It just. What the fuck? Oh, no. Second image. Oh, no. Just go as that guy for Halloween. Yeah. That's, um, that's all you have to do. I'm going to dress up in like 80s pink and blue. Do it. Everything. Maybe. Maybe I'll do that. Just go uh, as a 80s future synth guy. <laughs> Go as uh, somebody from... Um, Need to get a white tux. Ah, uh, the the really good show. Why can't I think Moon of it Beam right City? now? Yeah. Go as a character from Moonbeam City. I really should go as a character from Moonbeam City. That'd be amazing. See, need, that'd be awesome. I need so much white face paint, though. <laughs> <laughs> so much white you face can, paint. I know where you can get some And black white lipstick body. and mascara and fucking... The sharpest fucking shoulder pads you have ever fucking seen in your life. <laughs> Just make, make fiberglass. Them. Yeah. yeah, make it. Do it. It's so much fun. Yep. Okay. So I didn't have an actual thing. Oh, I know so we're, we're we're still going. Sorry. Go ahead. Does everybody mind if I prattle on no, some go, more? Go ahead. Okay. So here's the actual thing. That was my Halloween Halloween rant, which will probably come back. But anyway, so um, <sighs> so I'm gonna paint you a motherfucking picture. Please do. All right. So, I missed your pictures. <laughs> well, don't worry. Um, all right. So imagine, if you will, for a moment, 
Just for a moment. Maybe two. Maybe two. All right. That's your, um, you know, you're a nice, you're a, you're a nice middle-aged lady and you're... Not a bitchy middle-aged lady? No, no. A nice one? Yeah, not a nice one. Okay. And you're, uh, you know, you're, uh, you're sitting at home and you figure you woke up early in the morning. You didn't eat breakfast. Weren't really feeling it, you know? Look, okay. Well, maybe by lunch you'll be hungry. Lunchtime rolls around. Still not hungry. You drop your vape on the floor. You're very upset. And then, uh, and you're thinking, this is weird. You know, maybe, maybe it's just one of those days. Maybe it's just one of those days. So get to dinner time. Still not really eating, you know, not very hungry. Okay. Can't really understand. You're like, okay, well, tomorrow will be different. You know, and then for about eight months after that day, it's, it's pretty similar. What? You just, Um... you just get, you know, less and less. Nothing seems appetizing and you don't want to really eat anything. But that usually means you're not healthy. So you kind of freak out a little bit. I mean, like, yeah, um, you're basically you're virtually eating nothing, just less and less and less over the span of eight months. So you're like, hey, I should probably get checked out. Go to the doctor. Yep. So you go to the doctor and, you know, they do some x-rays and things and, you know, notice something that there's something in your stomach. Don't really know what it is. <laughs> okay. okay. So maybe an alien. Maybe not. Hmm? Maybe your name is Ripley. Was it a rock? <laughs> it, it could be a rock. Could be a rock. Not, not, not Just, a rock. Was it the rock? Rocks. Not a rock. Not a rock. Just the, the rock. rock. <laughs> not the rock. Eyebrows and everything. Uh, was well, it a geode? <laughs> um, so. Sedimentary stone. They figure it's time to operate so during during the operation they proceed to uh cut open the stomach and pull out one uh about uh, 10 pound ball of hair oh what human hair what oh god she's a chewer so a very a very nice lady uh was diagnosed with something so over the span of about eight months, um, she had noticed, you know, feeling sick and um, just never eating um, and honestly couldn't eat at all, would always get nauseous, everything like that. And it turns out that she's got a very, very rare disorder called Rapunzel disorder, which uh, I guess is a, uh, it is two separate uh, minor disorders put together to become Rapunzel disorder. Um, one is, uh, I believe it was, um, I'll have to look it up in a sec, but, um, one basically causes you to, um, compulsively pull out your hair, which on its own is okay. You know, you're gonna, you're just going to sit there and just pull out your hair. It's like chewing your fingernail, something like that. Right. Yep. But the problem is, is coupled with the other one, which you eat said hair, um, without really knowing what you're doing. So they ended up pulling out two sizable balls of hair out of her stomach Ugh. and in her, in her, the second one in her intestinal tract. Oh so my God. She, and which apparently had <sighs> quite the, quite the tail on it. Uh, uh, it's the the pictures uh, of the, the pictures are not pretty. Let me just put it that way. Uh, I, think, I, think, I don't want to see that. The pictures yeah. going anyway. Well, I can only imagine what that must have smelled like because you know like. 
I, you know, when you clean your fucking sink drains, yeah, and, and it's yeah. gross that way. <laughs> yeah. Just imagine that in your in Rap- your tummy. Rapunzel, <laughs> Rapunzel, <laughs> stop <laughs> eating your hair. <laughs> oh, oh. Yeah. So after after this, and I guess what they did is, um, it's it's pretty rare. So what they ended up doing is they ended up like looking it up afterwards because like they had no idea, right? They're like, what the like fucking just like a small. You know, a couple small animals like in your in, in your intestines, like this is pretty ridiculous. So I ended up removing it all, and obviously she felt like infinitely better. But uh, yeah, I guess it's this ridiculous uh, disorder that most people um, don't know they they don't know they have it. Right? It's just your it's just a nervous disorder. Eating right? hair. Yeah, but pulling specifically the two. Right, so Pulling you can imagine, hair out and then eating it. So, like eating hair is bad, but I mean, if you're just gonna rip it out of your head and keep, yeah, eating I can it, see how that would not um, turn out well. And the two names, I'll probably butcher like, both. Of I, these. I know I have this thing with chewing on my hands. That, well, that I like do. I've always chewed my nails like ridiculously. Oh, not just my nails. Like uh, you can, like my finger is actually like red on the top because I I'll sit there and I just bite it. It just bite my finger. You should stop that. Yeah, I, see, I didn't know that was a thing until like two years ago. Really? Something like that. Yeah. I, like I'd never witnessed it. Yeah. No, I I've always done it. But I, I mean, I'm one to talk. I pull facial hair and regular hair sometimes. I'll sit there and twist my beard. No, I'll actually just like just like pull it. Oh, I I twist. I twist. I make yeah. little. Twist, twist like a dandy. Usually it's a trimming thing. I'm like, oh, this hair's out of place. Yoink. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So uh the so the uh the, the bigger of the hairball was about uh fifteen fifteen by ten centimeters. Oh my oh god. Oh my god. Um the the pictures are pretty graphic. I don't know if I, I necessarily don't suggest I, 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 I don't, I don't want to see them at all. Um and I guess the uh the disorder is uh what is it? Trichotillomania, okay, which is, um, which is actually pulling out the hair, and then I just they have a the disorder of eating it is actually much shorter than that. I apologize that, um, but um, the main she lost about over the span of eight months she lost about it doesn't seem much but um, uh, fifteen pounds. Um, which doesn't seem like I said like a lot, but I mean with not really well, when it's coming and... from malnutrition, it's a big deal. Oh, definitely, it's a it's it's pretty shitty. Um, so I mean, yeah, don't uh, don't uh, pull out and eat your hair. Yeah, there you go. Just don't do it. It's yep. um, probably, um, probably probably a bad idea. Commonly linked to bowel obstruction, bowel perforation, intestinal bleeding, weight loss, jaundice, acute pancreatitis, and appendicitis. Oh, ouchies! Don't eat your hair. No, that's, don't ever. That's what we're trying to say. Yeah, <laughs> just 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 don't <laughs> just don't do it. So, on that thoroughly revolting note, I think uh, what we should do is play <laughs> cars segment. Definitely. To- Bring us all back down to earth, and then where email. people don't eat hair. See, it's funny how this started. People do eat hair. This though. started as a conversation about Halloween costumes, and ended with ugly hairballs. Well, this episode actually started with a conversation about Hillary Clinton. No, Adam and... segment. I don't oh. give a shit about <laughs> Hillary oh, Clinton. Nice. Don't give a shit about you. <laughs> no, Fuck. I don't give a shit about. Like, oh man, just Hillary Clinton and Trump have been the longest running joke. Yep. 
in the world. Best thing to happen to news media since... Uh, like, I'm not tired well, of it yet, news. but my tolerance for talking about it is growing smaller. All right. So we're going to play Car's segment here, and we'll be back in a bit. Here comes Car. See ya. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Ow. My name is Car, <laughs> and you're probably getting Are sick of hearing it about it by now, but guess what? Your election's coming, Disney. United States. So... Uh, first thing I actually wanted to talk about was uh, the vice presidential uh, campaign debate thing happened. Of course, the problem is I had to look up who the vice president candidates were, but I figured it was worth mentioning. Um, so, uh, Kane and Pence had their face-off just this uh, past uh, Tuesday here, and apparently it was a thin, somewhat boring debate of mostly them either mudslinging or trying to defend their own candidates. Um now, Pence, who is uh, Trump's running mate, and I actually had to Cram. look that up because, again, uh, everything else in this campaign has been completely overshadowed yeah, by the idiocy uh, of the fact that we are too. actually having Trump on a ballot. But, hey. Um, now, but, uh, Vice uh, Presidents, they're kind of a weird thing, thing for you guys not. down in the States. Now, it used to be way back when, when not the Constitution was first true. formed, that the Vice Presidency would go to the runner-up of like, love, whoever got yeah, into power. But that got changed pretty quick, uh, mostly because uh, Jefferson just really was not a fan of a few other uh, folks around. Um, and so that uh, got changed oh. shortly into his presidency. Now, uh, a days, it's that whenever you have got a candidate, is he gets to pick who his VP um, choice is, which is kind of interesting, considering that while you guys do elect your president, and you, I mean, you do elect the 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 vice president as well, by proxy of electing the president and supporting his choice for who he would want to be his uh, number one, uh, for all of you Star Trek geeks out there. It is kind of funny because, again, the vice president is a gunshot, a heart attack, or a bad case of food poisoning away from ruling the country. Uh, and the vice president in of themselves are not elected. Um, now, for the most part, VPs don't seem to matter too much because, I mean... Again, is a lot of the times you guys have some pretty potent security around your presidents. I mean, in recent history, um, I mean, uh, FDR, yes, it was FDR, uh, you know, passed away from his polio before World War II is finished, and his vice president ended up being the only person to ever actually use a nuclear weapon in another country. But, you know, that's that's a very interesting debate in of itself, which I'm not going to get into. Uh, I mean, before that, though, you've got... Other, I, I can't think of another case where a vice president actually became president because of the incapacitation of their president. That's an awkward sentence. Anyway, uh, but it does still matter. I think a great example of this is back in uh, Obama's first campaign in 2008 when he was up against John McCain. Now, John McCain was a fairly reasonable guy. He was respected. You know, he had a war record, which you guys always seem to love down there. Um, and he was he was fairly moderate as far as Republicans go. And then the Republicans doubled down on the whole, there's a black guy running for president, and then put Sarah Palin in. And I'm pretty sure that Sarah Palin wasn't John McCain's first choice of running mate. Um, and of course, John McCain, already being an, uh, an older gentleman, there was the very real concern that he could die of natural causes while in office. And that would mean that Sarah Palin would actually be the president of the United States, which I don't think anyone was too, too comfortable with and certainly helped with Obama's election, uh, all the other stuff notwithstanding. Um, but again, for the most part, VPs just kind of, I mean, they're, they're there, they're not bad. And you definitely use them as extra ammunition to campaign in places where you can't. Um, it's just very, just the whole thing I do just find kind of interesting. Now, 
that's also the case too with, I mean, with your cabinet ministers is the cabinet of the United States is not elected at all. While in Canada, cabinet ministers have to be pulled from the members of parliament that get elected. Uh, to my knowledge, cabinet minister, cabinet ministers or cabinet members in the United States are all appointed and they aren't necessarily appointed from sitting congressmen or senators or anything like that. Again, I could be wrong on that. There could be a mix mash. Uh, I don't know. Write in. Let me know. But that also gets back to my other thing, is while we do have the sideshow from the vice president's uh, debates, we have two more presidential debates coming up. The first one is this Sunday. Uh, I believe it's the same time as before. It's uh, 7 uh, 7 o'clock Mountain Time, so that would be uh, 6 o'clock Pacific or uh, 9 o'clock Eastern for you guys across the United States and Canada. And we've got the added bonus of here in Canada of it being on the evening of Thanksgiving. So... uh, you know, get drunk with your family and then uh, play a drinking game. Uh, anytime that uh, Trump says China or uh, Mexico, then uh, take a shot. And uh, I guarantee you'll all be on the floor with your drunk uncle by uh, the first hour. So this all comes back to another thing that's coming up. The voter registration deadlines. Because, again, for some reason in the United States, you guys just seem to want to make it harder to participate in the electoral process. So. If you are an American citizen, I ask you, on behalf of the entire world, register to vote. You not knowing how or you not knowing where is not an excuse, and I'm going to be harsh on this one. Because I'm about to tell you right now how the fuck to register to vote for your own election. Because up here in Canada, we are not going to sit by and watch Trump win by a squeaker because not enough reasonable people in America was actually set up to vote. So, www.usa.gov, and there's nice big banners along the very top of that page in plain white writing that say, Voting and Elections. And from there, it will take you to your voter registration, voter requirements, your deadlines. There are some states where this is coming up very, very, very quickly. In fact, if there's any listeners in here from Alaska, your voting registration deadline may have already passed. Damn it. However, in other states, it is coming up very quickly. So, the moment you are hearing this, if you have not already registered to vote, register to vote. And Canadians, I guarantee you that when our next election comes up, I'm going to be on your ass about this too, so don't think you're getting off scot-free. But seriously, Americans, go register to vote. Find out what you need. Do whatever you need to be able to actually cast your voice in this election because you are choosing whether or not or how fucked your country is going to be for the next four years. Or until Trump gets himself assassinated and then Pence actually has to become the president of the United States, in which case you hope he's a reasonable guy. But that's basically just what's coming down to tonight. You can guarantee that I'm going to be giving a very good report on this second debate that's going to be coming up. Uh, Again, it's this Sunday evening, if you're wanting to watch. That is Sunday the 10th. My math is not terrible. Whatever Sunday is. Um, So go ahead and watch the debate. If Again, if you feel like getting drunk off your ass in despair or hilarity or both. (laughs) Um, And again, while you're doing so, remember, register to vote so that you can choose which of those two fuckwads you don't want leading your country. And if any of you guys just wants to throw away your vote on a third candidate, I please just ask you, just, I'll vote on your behalf. I'll say blamedly, I would vote for Hillary only because I do not want to see that blumbering orange buffoon having his stubby little fingers 
anywhere close to a nuclear code, especially after seeing the last debate. <sighs> so, that's all for me for tonight. Again, American listeners, it's www.usa.gov to go and register to vote. Do it. It's your country so, and very likely the fate of the rest of the planet that's going to be rather starkly okay. affected this November. That's all for me for tonight. Yeah. My name is Carr. And we'll, as always, uh, if you have any we'll questions, or comments, quick, or concerns, nope, or just wanting to tell me exactly how entirely no, wrong I am about vice presidents, <laughs> then us at unfurl.net. Enjoy the rest of the show. Don't tell me what to do. What the f- <laughs> Oh, we're back. Dicks. After some technical... So many slidery. dicks. 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 Yeah, lots of dicks. Dick. So, Mr... Tracy. Mr. You over there. Why don't you okay. read our first Mr. email? Mr. Man. Uh, this one is from Shashikari. Sashikari. Shashikari. Shashikari. Shashank Redemption. <laughs> All right, Sashikari, your name is now Shashank Redemption. Congratulations. Shashikari Redemption. You're welcome. So, greetings, oddballs. I haven't written in for a while, but I was curious about your opinions on something I saw a few weeks ago. One of the artists I follow had opened four commissions and had raffled off two of the oh, three slots one. they were going to be doing. I had put in the third slot, uh, I had put, or, and had put the third slot up for auction to the highest bidder. The thing that stood out in this case was that the auction itself was merely for the slot and did not include the price of the commission, which resulted in a very lengthy conversation between the artist and a myriad of others who decided to voice their opinions uh, on an artist charging commissioners for a slot, then charging again for the actual commission. My question to you guys, uh, what are your thoughts on the artists charging people for the privilege of commissioning them are, and whether you guys think that something like Patreon rewards or for subscribers are just a mass way of doing the same thing, but in a more palatable manner, and other thoughts you might have on the topic. Cheers, Sashikari. And I'm just pulling up this thread here, because this is... I, I had the chance to take a quick look at it, and... I mean, the same, it had the level of, like, constructive debate that you would kind of expect from something like this. And, I don't know, I think, I do think it's kind of asinine. At the same time, people are willing, we're very willing oh, to pay for it. It sold for very, 400 bucks. It sold yeah. for 400 bucks, and the commission price starts at 550 yeah, and so they'd be paying nine hundred and fifty dollars. And so, I mean, far be it from me to tell you how to spend your money. But that's an awful way to do it. That's, yeah, I think that's. I think the the point is is that I don't believe that you should be charging people for the fucking like, like honestly, get a little bit off your high horse. Come on down with us, yeah, fucking yeah. regular people, and. Don't charge. If you well, want to charge $900 for a commission, I don't see it's that's pretty pricey. But I mean, if you want to charge like a large flat rate for your commissions, whatever, do do whatever you want. It's your business and you should have the full right to run it however you feel, feel and see fit. Yeah. However, charging somebody for the fucking privilege of just, you know, getting getting a spot is that's honestly, you know what that's like doing? That's like getting get buying a ticket for a seat in mcmahon stadium yeah. and once you have that seat in mcmahon stadium 
they tell you, well, next up, you have to buy the this, fucking this tickets. is the concert. This is the concert coming up and it will cause you cost you X amount of dollars. Yeah. And if you already spent all your money on getting the slot, well, it's sure going to suck. Yeah. When, well, now you have a sweet empty seat that you don't get to see. Uh, I don't know. It feels pretty shady to me. Uh, that's that's yeah. garbage, I think, because that's not fair. It's shifty, but here's the problem, is that, like, not just one person, not even just, like, five people, but, like, a lot of people bid for this slot, <clears throat> which was available, and I'm willing to bet that if they just, like, opened it up to first come, first serve, it would have been gone immediately. And yeah. it's kind of a shitty thing to do like don't get me wrong i i hate that practice but at the same time this is a person that knows the level of demand that their artwork produces and so like can i blame them for putting their slot up for uh up for like for uh, bidding war absolutely well, you can blame they, them. well this is the same thing we we're talking about with microsoft and the, how it's not an excuse saying it's a business decision like I, I mean, yeah, it is, but that's not it's still fair. shady. That's not fair uh, to do to your fans. It's that's not to not say fair. that I agree with it. Yeah, yeah, it, it's shady as fuck. I, I can't blame them for doing it, and there are lots of places that do similar things. Um, but yeah, especially in a smaller community like the one that they're actually in, instead of this being like a bid for my business contract sort of situation, this is these are normal people. Well, and even then, bidding for a business contract usually includes the contract price, not just the bid slot. Sometimes, sometimes well, it's just the yeah, right to sit down and talk yeah. about it. What's truly asinine about that is that yeah, when you win the slot, then you still owe more money somehow yeah in my opinion i don't know why like, you wouldn't just streamline the process well they yeah a lot of the people that do that do the tier thing so like yeah. they're like well, if it reaches this level of well and that's the thing is as an artist the way i would have done it if i wanted to uh start is sell a commission slot like this and have the person paying for the slot as well as the commission, I would have started the bidding at the minimum commission price. Well, yeah, you start at your reserve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Like, Again, you just, you're and then, just streamlining this process. Even, even though you can be like, bidding starts at $300. $300 will get you a sketch. And then like, if it yeah. gets up to $400, or, well, then now it's a colored well, bust. This, if it gets this, up to five, et cetera. This artist has $550 explicitly listed. Start bidding at five fifty. Exactly, right? Because then, right? then at least you know what you're getting. Yeah, and you know, but that's start bidding at five fifty for the slot, isn't it? No, well, no, but that's the thing is, it, it, I would have done it instead of bidding for the slot and then paying five fifty minimum. Yeah, that's I not... would have started the bid at five fifty. Yeah, because then, then you're already you're already at the commission point. Yeah, right. This is similar to these people on eBay actually, who will put things up with high reserves. Right? Yeah, so you can bid four hundred dollars for this two twelve hundred dollar laptop, but until it gets to twelve hundred dollars. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Because you still have to pay $1,200 to buy it. Yeah. Right. Regardless of what you paid, you still have to pay more. Yeah. And it's, yeah, it's, it's just a really dumb way to do it. Yeah. It doesn't it, make sense. It doesn't make much sense to me. And I just, I think that's, that's something like this, you know, these people are just clearly very loyal to the community yeah. and just really want something. I mean, it's something that's very, you know, very important to them. And this, this artist is their favorite. And I mean, it'd be no different than, you know, you getting you getting an autograph from your favorite, you know, musical artist or something like that. But it's at the same time, though, it's like something like this. Me personally would leave a bad taste in my mouth that somebody is going, hey, by the way, pay this just for the sheer fucking 
like to be bask in my presence. Like it yeah. just, well, it, it seems it to feel, feel, it feel, and that's the thing is it feels really conceited. So me. I'm, I'm reading the, the actual submission here where the bidding was. And it says, the reason I'm auctioning off the slot is I believe it's the fairest method. If I had a whole ladder auction where I add content as commission bids go up, I'd feel as though forcing people and myself to include more characters in detail than may be necessary. Uh, I believe illustrations are more organic than that. So instead, uh, simply an opportunity for people with a little more money to spare to grab a spot on my list and ensure they get a full color illustration. So, and one other thing <laughs> I'd like to point out is, um, like this stuff happens and stuff for like uh, slave stream slots and stuff as well, where yep. you haven't even paid for what you're getting yet. You're getting in line. Um, well, the, so, a, so typically a slave stream slot, like what Wolfblade does, for example, you typically is, pay the lump sum and then they yeah. draw for a certain amount of time. Uh, yeah, I've seen others where it's just it depends how long they go for. Uh, okay. Yeah. Cause with Wolfblade, at least the way that he does it is that you pay for X number of hours Yeah, and then he just draws for you for X number of hours. Yeah. And so that you're paying fun. an hourly rate for an artist's time, basically. Yeah. Is See, how and that I, works. I like that a lot. Yeah. That actually. to me is great. I like you, that. You pay somebody for the time it takes for them to draw whatever you want them to do. And then when that time is done, so are you. Yeah. And that works fine for me. Uh, you know, you're basically just hiring a, an artist for X number of hours that, yeah. that makes perfect sense. So for me, again, it, I, I get why they did it. Um, it feels shady. I think mostly because of the word, it, like, it's like, you know, when you say the same thing in two different ways, one way you sound like a fucking asshole mm -hmm. and the other way like you're not and the the other question they had was you know how we relate this to things like patreon and the concept like one i fucking hate the fact that everybody has a goddamn patreon page because i can't afford to keep up with all of these people <laughs> yeah um which means ultimately that i can't get their art and that sucks but yeah i mean they're not getting my money either no i don't really um, think that this relates <clears throat> In the same way well, that Patreon does, just do well, like Patreon is like a pa Patreon hey, is a willing is a donation. like donation, yeah, yeah, donation there, there for are, a service that already exists. There but are a lot of artists that require that now that are saying that that basically only open for commissions to their patrons on Patreon, which that it also is, feels shady. Sucks. To me. That's, that's like shitty. that's more like an exclusive club where like yeah, it is sorry, an exclusive club. Yeah, you, like sorry, you're just not wealthy enough to yeah. commission and, and that, me. That like, does feel shady to me. Which is really snotty and asinine. And it's, it's entirely, you're right. Uh, but like, why you would you every, even limit yourself to, yeah, to that? Like, you have every right to do it. You have every, like, you know, Like, not I everyone can afford to fucking Patreon for yeah, you. I, I can't even say that it's not a good thing to do because it obviously <laughs> makes sense monetarily. But like, at the same time, like, I think you're shady yeah, if like, you do that. Here's the thing, like, if you put this into the perspective of, like, a freelance worker, like, of any profession, and you have to consider who your clients are, and you want clients with the most money, you want clients that are going to treat you the most respectfully, yeah. and people who are going to um, pay on time. And one thing I will say, though, uh, part of, uh, I think part of why a lot of furries feel bad about the way commissions are going right now is because, uh like furry artists traditionally are criminally underpaid oh yeah it's, it's <laughs> like, so bad how much people undercharge it is brutal 
I am getting a picture right now. I paid $145 for an artist I followed for a long time, and he's a fantastic artist and could easily be charging upwards of $500. Easily. Um, but he doesn't. And that's, and that's the thing is like, you you see it now. Like there's a lot of people who bitch about the auctioning system. And I don't think the auctioning system's bad. Like auctioning off, like, Hey, I am opening for this, this, and this, and, and start bidding. Right. Cause then market decides yeah, exactly. the price. Your, your thing comes off the market value. Right. It, it is entirely the, you know, that is the price, right? People are willing to pay for it. I, I mean, it's supply and fucking demand. Right. There were there was a an artist a while back that was asking, you know, how much do I charge for commissions? I'm like, you charge as much so much that you only get as many commissions as you are able to handle. Right. You shouldn't have you shouldn't do the thing where you open your list immediately fills up with people asking and then you close for six months as you work on your queue. You should be charging enough that your queue is just constantly rotating because you only get that many requests. Right? That or that's, your queue is enough to pay for the six months you are working yeah, on well, that. The, the thing is, that's supply and demand, right? You you know you only you want to limit. You want to charge enough that enough people can afford your stuff to buy it, but not so much that people are buying it constantly, so that you're constantly yeah, overworked. You, you want your supply to that's ma- how match freelance the, works. Yeah, you want your supply. That's to match how your any demand. business works, really. Yeah, you want your supply to match your demand, and if your supply is, I can only handle doing one picture a week. You want to charge so much that you and only get one request for a picture a week. I, I don't really like. Uh, Adam's been trying to talk for like five oh, minutes no, now. No, that's okay. No, it's no big deal. I just, I don't know. That that's still that's still not. I don't see that as okay. And that that this just could be me. But it's like I don't want to charge somebody seven hundred dollars for a fucking picture just because I can only draw one fucking picture a week. That's not that's not the consumer's problem. No, that's my problem. But the th- the difference is that it's going to come down to what people are willing to pay, and it's going right? to come down to like what makes this worth your time. Um, oh, absolutely! Don't don't get me wrong. Like it absolutely like, comes down to the almighty dollar. But I'm not going to I'm not going to and ex- we we have inflate to inflate my price. We have to be realistic about the fact that nobody needs art. Yeah. And so if people are willing to pay like five to seven hundred dollars for a single picture, one, it's not our place to say they can't afford it or that they can't buy that. It's not our place to say the artist can't charge that much if people are willing to pay for it. No, no, no. I'm just I'm purely I'm purely speaking from my perspective. Yeah. Right. And And that's that's all. The other side of it, too, though, is like some of these artists who who do a ton of work, um, but undercharge end up like I've talked to a couple who who do, you know, two or three pictures every few days or every, every, you know, every week or so, um, they've gone and calculated it out and they're charging themselves four or $5 an hour. Yeah. Right. Sure. The picture takes them three hours and they made 16 bucks off the picture. And the reason I don't like this particular journal thing with the bidding for the auction slot and then charging the price of the commission on top of that and it being like nine to a thousand dollars is like, that's still shitty, but if you end up undercharging yourself, overworking yourself, then you're just going to end up burning yourself out on art. You're not going to be able to afford like the everyday things that somebody needs to live. And 
Well, then nobody wins. Artist stops making art, they can't live, and then they yeah. end up doing some sort of emergency donation drive anyway. That does yeah. not mean that there can't be a nice middle ground, though. It doesn't have to be one extreme or the other. Either no. I'm charging, either I'm Certainly. paying myself $4 an hour, or I'm charging people... Oh. For me this, to draw this for is like one of those, an this hour. is one of those perfect world scenarios that we all do yeah. wish could exist. Yeah. I really do. Like, it, it, like, like just, I will never spend nine hundred dollars on a commission. I think part of it though is that, uh, and, and like, I think part of the reason people are really shocked when uh, and, and upset when they see images going for four, five, six hundred dollars because, like, there was a Red Rescue picture that I actually put a bid on and. It went immediately, like, I put in a bid for, I think, like, it was like uh, 180, I think, was my bid. And, like, I just threw my bid in, and immediately someone was like, 400, yeah. bought it. Like that, That's the problem. And, is... and that's, like, the thing is, I think a lot of people get upset when they see these things, is because, like I was saying before, traditionally, furry artists are criminally underpaid for the work that they do. So people are used to pictures costing, you know, high end well, picture being $150. I, I think it's also, it's not just like how much artists are underpaid, but how much excessive amounts of money that like two or three people in the fandom even have. Well, the like, thing is, it's never the same person I see bidding on these pictures. Like, I know a, there are a few big art whores in the fandom. There are. Um, <laughs> but the thing is... Like all the big slots I've seen, like the one that just went to this artist, that didn't go to a famous art whore. That didn't go to somebody who, you know, spends thousands upon thousands of dollars on art, right? It went to someone I've actually never heard of. So it's not like it's just like two people hoarding all of the fucking artists because they're millionaires. It's just there are people, right? People are willing to pay these prices. They are. Um, but the artists have never charged it. The artists never thought that their art was worth that much money, which is wrong because it is worth that money. I mean, I mean, obviously it's worth that much money. People are paying it right now. People have just like a guy just bid a minimum of $950 on this picture. So people want to spend the money because they want to get these pictures. So well, to while me, I've never heard of this person, they have a fuck ton of artwork. Well, and I'm like, it's just if people are willing to pay it, though, like that's what the, that's what it's worth. If no, I I totally get it. But like, it's just I think what's the most frustrating about this is the limited pool of artists in the furry fandom. Yep. And the limited amount of people that are buying all of it because they these people do take up like the slots and they do tend to. And not that this is a bad thing, but they do drive up the price a lot of the time because they are just willing to shell out that much money when it comes to things like auctions, YCH character auctions and like all the like. Yeah. Like granted artists do need to be paid for their work. They need to be able to live yeah. just as much as we do. It's just really frustrating when I see like pictures go for more than my monthly salary. Well, and that the thing is though, like go to any art gallery <laughs> and look at even like cheap art galleries for wall paintings and stuff and look at an original <laughs> painting it's going to be two grand minimum for that painting. Depends on the gallery you go to. Yeah. It depends on the size of the painting and depends on the materials. It yeah. depends, depends on, on a lot of stuff. I just, I don't know. I think that one of the big reasons people are upset like, and shocked by the prices is because they're not used to seeing prices this high. 
And I think mm-hmm. part of that is because artists just completely undervalue Our, their work. Artists in general are known for seriously undervaluing yeah. their work. So it's like when you see and something that used to be cheap because it was being undervalued like a lot of the coming time, up to... A lot of the time what a canvas is sold for does not even cover the cost of the materials. Well, yeah. No, but, it, but like when you see something that is traditionally cheap because it was undervalued come up to market price, it feels like market price is fucking highway robbery. But the thing is, that's the market price. That's what it's worth. Well, it's just nobody was paying that before. Well, speaking of which, Fox, you want to say something? Yeah. Oh, no, I was just... One of the things I was going to mention for this artist, too, is I t- t- took a quick look through the gallery of it. And, I mean, I'll be fair. It's professional quality work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? It is excellent artwork. I wish I could afford something from someone of that quality. And yeah. I've looked at a few different artists like that. And yeah, I mean, they're going to charge what they can charge. There, There's an obvious reason their art did go for that much. Yeah. So like, it doesn't even surprise me. And the yeah. reason it frustrates me is because it makes them inaccessible. Yeah. And I think that's the other reason people get annoyed is because, yeah, as, like, as you guys said, there's a lot of artists out there, but there's not as many as there are yeah. people commissioning. And yeah, that is, yeah, that is the crux of the issue is that if I want to commission this artist, let's say I do have an extra $800, I can't. Yeah, because someone, some fucker out there, is going to outbid me for and, the slot, and, and like well, and the, other the side slot that, will be though, more than I'm willing to pay for the entire commission. And yeah. unfortunately, the other side of that is that's how business works. Yeah, yes. it, it, the, the yeah, it like that is a unfortunately it like that's a you problem, not an artist problem, kind of thing. Like, like if, it, you, can't, it, it if isn't, you can't, it isn't this, the art. Like, like I think if, what we're trying to get. If you can't afford this luxury, I, I, there's no obligation for the <laughs> artist to provide it. I, yeah, I think the point that we're trying to make here is that we can't blame the artist for charging what they're yeah. worth. There's there's no... Now, here's the thing, though, is it's it's not... If you can't afford it, okay, but I don't know. I feel like... maybe 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 I'm wrong, but I feel like that once you cross that sort of border of, I mean... It, just making it making it inaccessible to people that truly want your artwork and i think i think that's i think it'd still be okay i'm not saying all the time but i still think it would be a real cool thing to do would be to all these people that if the same the same people keep buying up all their artwork for for well, ridiculous amounts uh, maybe they can be like okay tell you well, what you've bought my last five commissions so, that's not fair to these people so what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna have a kind of like a special commission time uh, for these people actually, or something since you mentioned that uh i was gonna say Wolfblade, who i was talking about before who does the slave stream stuff um he did uh, he actually does so uh, he has a slot on his patreon that's an automatic one every month you get one slave stream slot um, the thing is, if he can't fulfill all of them, he prioritizes people who have not had art done by him before. See, and that's very important and a very good yeah. idea. So, so and, and like, and he did another special event thing because he was moving and he needed a bunch of extra cash fast. So he put up a bunch of slave streams for auction and explicitly forbade anyone who had bought his art previously from participating. He's like, this is for new people who've wanted art for me yeah. who haven't been able to get it. And see, yeah. that's cool. That that's going away from business and looking at the community instead. Yeah, yeah. and helping. And, and that, that's the two sides of the issue. Right? And like, yeah. I, I I love I love how nice you want to be all the time, Adam. Like, I truly appreciate that. Like, it's just I know that the, yeah. the unfortunate thing is that a lot of artists do not work that way. 
they're concerned about the dollar, yeah. the bottom line. But and that that is it's shitty for your customers because it doesn't make them feel appreciated. No, and that's that's the ultimate. That's yeah. the number one I'm looking at so, right but now. If, right? If, yeah. if that's what's important to you, then there are some artists out there that do do that, yeah. or that if you know you go uh, go out and do commissions at some point. And I wholly encourage you to do the same thing. There, like there that is, is awesome. There is a bit of an argument to be made about some type of you know responsibility to the greater community that you're a part of. Uh, you yeah, know, but. Like, uh, you know, it's just for me, the way I see it is like, I think the bidding's a good idea. Um, well, I like, think don't, sell, this, don't set yourself on fire to keep others warm. Yeah. I think that this, though, was done very poorly. Yeah, it was poorly um, executed. Yeah. This this takes the whole business thing is like, you know, it ignores every other yeah. portion. Like so that there tells me if I, I am like you are my money bags. Yeah, I am. If the artist, if I wanted to do something like what this artist had done and offer a guaranteed slot to somebody who had the extra cash and just really wanted it and didn't want to wait. Cause that is a premium service, right? If you're offering a guaranteed spot up for sale, to someone who's got the cash to pay for it, you you can sell that as a premium service. But I would still have put it as here's the picture, starting bid is five fifty. Yeah. Kind of thing. Instead of you're bidding for a slot and then pay me five fifty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. The the commission in and of itself is worth five hundred. This is where the bid starts. Yeah. And then from then on you are paying for the slot. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Like that so. would that actually that would be a lot more transparent and a lot less asinine. <laughs> like, anyway, we've been on this bit for a bit here, though. Yes, yes. we got one more email to to finish off. All right. Um. Uh, good evening. Best worst podcast you've never heard of. Uh, our opening name, uh, on our opening name, uh, Tal. It's pronounced Pepe, French sounding. Um, a funny fact uh, about our frog is that he is officially an illegal meme. Okay. What? Uh, the Anti-Defamation League. What the fuck is that? Anti-Defamation League has classified him as a, uh, or has him classified as a hate symbol. So that's something. Yep, that is a thing. Uh, anyway, to nobody's favorite uh, dual-sided bullshit dispenser, uh, pretentious royal chicken wings, limousine mouse, and organic disposable unit. <laughs> Uh, uh, limousine. This sentence limousine has no mouse. meaning. It exists only so I can put your less than creative names in. Well, good. It, okay. It did its job. Anyway, speaking of building walls, the Romans built a wall on the English Scottish border uh, to keep out uh, keep the Scots out of England. The Scottish were actually quite happy about this because it incidentally stopped the Welsh from molesting their sheep. <laughs> <laughs> um, Anyway, in the uh, the U.S. isn't the only country slowly running headfirst into destruction. The Tory party in the U.K. is doing a good job at that here. Uh, our slow motion car crash has all, us all looking towards our dystopian future outside of the EU as we lose hundreds of thousands of jobs, have deportation threats made to our citizens, and face higher taxes to pay for Brexit. Um, you mean breakfast? All we're missing now is a wall around our island uh, borders and making the EU pay for it. Uh, our next topic of interest, clowns. They're everywhere in America. Oh, and yeah, out of, I was hearing uh, about Coming this. out in force to terrorize the people of the U.S. How long do you think it'll be before Canada gets the Arctic clowns? Um, uh, have, have you not heard about this? I've, I've heard of this yeah, popping up. So, so in the States right now, there is a clown epidemic. 
I'm not fucking making this up. I, I saw I saw briefly like just some like, people. There are like people gigolo epidemic or no, like, like actual people clowns. are dressing up as <laughs> creepy clowns and just, with like machetes and axes so and gigolos? shit and just walking around as creepy fucking. It's so weird, clowns. Wow. And that it's a thing. It's gotten to the point where po- there are police departments that have released statements saying you can't just shoot clowns for standing on the street. Don't do it. Wow. <laughs> like, that's how much of a thing it's made international fucking news. Like CNN talked about it, this. Oh. That's how much of an issue these clowns are yeah. in the States. <laughs> so all, it's all it weird. Is one. We should look into it for next episode. Yeah. Well, it's like the, you know, that video that went viral a while back of that guy dressed in the clown costume with a big ass hammer. Mm-hmm. And he no. like, he's in the, he's in like a parking garage and he's got like a dummy of someone's body and he takes a hammer and like crushes the fake head and like fake blood sprays out fucking everywhere in front of some person. And the person's like, Oh my God. And they run away screaming. Yeah. It's like that. Mm. But everywhere. But everywhere. Now it's, uh... it's a thing. Why? <laughs> Why do people do these things? <laughs> yep. It's right. it's going to be the new Pokemon Go. <laughs> um, Pokemon Go to the polls? Sadistic? Oh, God. Flaming arrow. Flaming. <laughs> it's right up against the... Oh, I hate, I hate her so much. oh my god so for the rest of it here as for the uk we already have them but they only come out on saturday nights while wearing mini skirts and throwing up in the streets (laughs) Uh, it's equal levels of depressing and scary so i had to look Uh, up the uh, sorry sign off there oh yeah uh so it ends on an ending note harambe for president from the desk of grand marshal hex okay so i looked up the anti-defamation league uh, the Anti-Defamation League is an international Jewish non-governmental organization based in the United States. Ah. Tell. Well, well then, yeah, take tell. us out. You Do were here thing. last time, and we butchered it. Did you? Yeah. Nah, it wasn't that uh, bad. No, we did all right. We don't need you. Well, I... <sighs> smell. Yes. Yes, I do. Hurry the fuck I up, or I will end you. Ripe. Um, I need to thank... Uh... Omari and Screen Fox for thank the you, logo you, and you, background you, music, respectively. Definitely want to thank everyone who supports us on Patreon. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. All of our listeners you. for listening to us. Thank you. You're, you're really con- confusing me now. You're throwing me off my groove. Please stop. I want to go home. <laughs> You've thrown the bull off his yeah. groove. If you... <laughs> the, the bull's new groove. How bull got the groove back? Um... Uh, if you want to send us any emails, anything like that, send it to us at unfurled.net. That is us at unfurled.net. Or you can find it, everything on our webpage at unfurled.net. Well, just like the, the email, same thing. Yep. Anyway, uh, there's a contact form there along with links to our Patreon, our YouTube, our Telegram chat, iTunes page, Twitter, all of that. You can find it all there. We post everything, um, all of our announcements to... All of those, so just follow us wherever. Uh, if you're watching us on YouTube, be sure to like, subscribe, comment, all that kind of... Touch yourself. Do the YouTube thing. crap. Share. The YouTube bullshit. And then, uh, yeah. Like, share, and subscribe. Something like drink, that. Drink Kool-Aid. Drink Kool-Aid. Yep. It is delicious, by the way. Drink Kool-Aid.
I'm, especially cherry Kool-Aid. I fucking love that shit. I'm, I'm going home to not sleep. <laughs> I fucking, fucking love it. Watch out for the grabbler and his greasy Jew fingers. Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> fucking the onion. It's like the, the, the fucking Redskins one. Did you did you read that article? Did oh, was it the uh, uh, like, Redskins kike owner won't change offensive, offensive name. name? It was an Onion article. <laughs> it was also like the topic of many yeah, shows. I think that was also South an Park actual article. Was it? I think so. Oh. I'll, I'll pull up the article when you're done. Anyway. He's brutal. Goodbye and good night. Bye. Bye-bye. See, Tal doesn't even wait anymore. You know I can just edit it in. I'm just that's fine. That's fine. See? See, he's just like, fuck this. I'm not oh, playing this game no more. <laughs> I know that the ten extra seconds. And you slept before you got here. That's why you were late. Motherfucker. Alright. Just remember. Beware, Foxilla. We love you and we'll miss you.